in it's Austin, Austin Texas. Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. My name's Kara with my BFFFFF forever. Kyo. How was your week, man? Oh, it was uh, it was good. Yeah, there were there were events. Uh, lots of stuff was happening in Austin, which was pretty cool. Lots of folks. There was a party here at Club Lab. People were dancing on tables, just getting wild. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> Come on, no, they don't know. Stackers, so we want them. We want them to think we have a great, fun life. Stackers want the truth, Keo. Mm. No, it's it has been a busy week in Austin. If you don't know, if you're out there listening, Stackers, we have a Bitblock boom here. So Gary and company who run that conference have taken over the town. It's orange. The whole place is orange. So we've been getting a lot of Bitcoiners. I had Madrix Baklava just now at the conference. No. He introduced a new baklava. This should be on Stacker News. I should post wow. it on there. It's like a, it a new flavor. It's like a turtle thing that he has wrapped. I don't know what it's called, but it's delicious. Caramel or like what do you call chocolate? Those little, yeah, it's like a chocolate turtle that you wrap in baklava. It was Whoa, yeah, it was pretty bro. close. Um, yeah, we just been over there. We have like a little booth we're doing with with Michael Fermoshi. It's High vibes, man. High vibes in the Hilton. Yeah, Michael wasn't wearing a hat today. It was, not, it was <laughs> a special occasion. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into more of all the all the bit block boom stuff because I'm sure the stackers want to know how that's going. Yeah. Um, yeah, with that, let's get into the top 10. If you've never listened to this uh, show before, this is where we do the top five stories on stacker.news. If you don't know what stacker.news is, it's the best place, front page of Bitcoin to earn sats. Literally, um, there's people like Siggy making a living doing this. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. I earn a lot of sats during the week and I, I, you know, I do like maybe 10, five minutes here and there and easy way to get sats. So what we do is uh, we can run through the top five, top five stories of the week on Stacker News and then uh, we talk about it. First top story is I was paid. I was a well-paid blockchain Web3 dev for years, but became disillusioned. This is from uh, Michelson Morley, 83 comments, 5,000 K boost, 15.5 sats. It's a Bitcoin post. Yeah, uh, this is pretty cool. I was really excited when I saw this. I was like, whoa, uh, you know, we came on to Stacker News to talk about it too. Like I suspect this happens occasionally, but, you know, uh, like actually um, recording it, it doesn't seem to happen very frequently. Um, yeah, but it seemed like he was, you know, kind of kind of a big Web3 guy. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, where it said it, he was working at Vogue. Hmm. And then he, he like was photography about, he was, or what? He was like, no, he's like a head in, of an NFT project Ooh. at Vogue. And he had this realization when he was trying to explain it to people, like the project to people and what the value of the project was. And it occurred to him, there's like no value. In it. <laughs> and so, and so he just had, he just like kind of, he kind of switched over. And now he's been really excited about lightning. Apparently he's just, you know, he's really stoked on being able to send, you know, money, like, you know, very small amounts of money that, you know, instantly settle more or less. And, uh, yeah, very excited, uh, to have him and people are, yeah, it looks like people are congratulating. Yeah. Uh, I got shy fire in the comments. He says, Vitalik, what's up with that guy? He's clearly smart, but ETH is such a scam. Don't know what to make of it, to be honest. And then Michelson, the OP says, I have never, nothing but respect for the man. He's clearly smarter and better junior than I am. But that said, I don't find him interesting at all. <laughs> Reading the white paper to for Ethereum and comparing it to Satoshi's makes it incredibly clear that Vitalik cares about financial instrumentation rather than decentralized trustless economic systems. A switch to proof of stake made this pretty clear, of course. Yeah, Cantillion effect. 
Yeah, I, I thought that was a, I thought that was a pretty great comment. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to articulate, you know, what, you know, the type of builder that Vitalik is or what his interests are, but the, you know, the, the fact describing Vitalik as being mostly interested in financial instrumentation was pretty cool. And then there are other parts in the thread here that I was reading through where, uh, uh, Michelson goes over, um, him and his friends is, uh, dislike of the move to proof of stake and how they, oh, wow. how they were, they were like, they were proof of work maxis. And you know, that might be part of his uh, disillusionment. I've heard, I heard that once this week from another web three person. Um, yeah, that is interesting, right? Yeah. 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 Pal Maximus out there on the Ethereum chain. Yeah. I mean, that um, makes sense. Yeah. BTC Manuel says, do you think of a lot of developers feel like you or more devs just drinking the Kool-Aid of the marketing and management circle jerk? And then Michaelson said, I don't know. No one I know liked the move to prove a stake. So basically what you said, they, they looked at it like a betrayal. Interesting. Um, yeah. Check it out, stackers. Looks like we got another one. Uh, and I think it's just going to happen more and more and more. Yeah. It I, sh- I shared this one on, uh, on Noster this week. So I think this is just a move. I've seen it here in Austin. I think you've seen it, Keenan. We're seeing it. Uh, the other thing is Michelson has been... I think he told, what did he, he, he's kind of a doomer when it comes to Stacker News. He was telling me today that he thinks Stacker News is. High has, signal? No, he says it's a, do, a doomer. He's like. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, he's, he's, wow. he's, like a do, he's like a doomer. He's like, uh, he told me today that he thinks uh, it will ultimately fail. The mm. business model is flawed. Wow. Uh, kind of really, kind of really, you know, I, I was asking people to say why people should not use Stacker News. And his, this was generally his take is that it's a, it's doomed to fail uh, wow. on a number of, on a number of points. Hey, if you're I doing a startup cool. and people aren't telling you that you're, you're, um, you're not doing a startup. Cause that's what, they, that, that's what they tell you. When <laughs> that's doing they, a startup. It's literally what they tell everybody. So also, uh, I think it was Parker that said it on startup day. If you're doing a startup and people aren't copying you, um, then you know, you're headed in the wrong direction. So there's that too. Hey, yo. Yeah. Uh, we got the next top story is from zaplocker.com. A non-custodial lightning address server, quotations, no node needed, exclamation point. This is a, a super test nest post. 23 comments, 13.3K sats, August 24th, Bitcoin post. Keon, what is this? Yeah, so uh, Alex Gladstein has, you know, with his with his bounty program, he's doing it at the HRF, has motivated a bunch of people to move on certain problems that we've been having on lightning or not, maybe not problems, but, uh, things that he would like to see addressed from like a human rights standpoint and make Bitcoin more useful for, you know, oppressed people everywhere. And one of them was, uh, non-custodial lightning addresses. Cause lightning addresses are used on Noster. They're more and more frequently like the default payment method everyone uses cause they're so convenient. And, um, you know, so super set out to, uh, build a non-custodial implementation and Zaplocker is it. We were going to have, he's like right outside here fixing a bug at it, but we were going to have him uh, talk uh, today, but he, he, he's a little busy fixing a bug, but it, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it, as he admits the implement, like it's a, it, it does quite a bit of work to, to, to make this happen. Um, but it works. It's functional. Um, and so it's really cool. Yeah, he was uh, debuting this yesterday at the Bitblock Boom workshops, and 
had a, he had a lot of really interesting questions and a lot of the crowd were paying attention. I think, um, I think he's getting a lot of feedback. There is one particular person, I won't dox him, but he was saying, hey, have you looked into this because of security or privacy things? So I know he's getting a lot of feedback right now. And I think that's uh, his way of like going in there and fixing it. I've, I've tried using it on a couple of things on my end, but it's just not there just quite yet. But I imagine by the end of the week, it will be uh, right by the end of the weekend. Uh, and yeah, check out the GitHub if you haven't already. It's uh, Super is always going for a really high level Bitcoin stuff. Um, something so new, something different. He's always pushing it to the limits. So definitely check it out if you're interested or, you know, maybe um, maybe help him. Looks like he has three forks on it. So yeah, that, yeah, that makes so sense. Looks like yeah. people are contributing in some way. Um, the next top story is I'm moving to Argentina to teach about Bitcoin. Let's talk about Javier Millet. This is a uh, 11,300 case cents, 43 comments from running Bitcoin. August 21st Bitcoin post. Um, what is this? Yeah. So uh, running Bitcoin is an Argentinian American. So he's uh, Argentin originally from Argentina, moved to America and he's moving back or they are moving back to Argentina to work for my first Bitcoin, um, which is, which is something that was, I think started in El Salvador following El Salvador, uh, adopting Bitcoin as legal tender, but now it seems to be moving on elsewhere in South America. Um, but he basically kind of gives a rundown of what's, what's actually going on politically in Argentina right now, there's elections going on. And I guess one of the candidates is arguing that they should get rid of the Argentinian central mm. bank. They're experiencing 120% year over year inflation. Everyone who lives there doesn't, you know, doesn't bother with Argentin Argentinian pesos anymore. They switch immediately to dollars if they have the option to. And so that's, you know, the idea, what he's saying is Javier Malay, what he's trying to do is get rid of the central bank so that money can compete. And what, you know, most people are assuming this means that he's dollarizing the country, but really what it means is he's not forcing people to use the Argentine peso. And uh, so he's mostly just correcting our perception of it. Cause a lot of what we're seeing in the media is that, is that he's dollarizing the country, which is, which is usually this kind of doom, doomy, uh, thing where a country is admitting defeat um, and, you know, also kissing the ring of the United States. And in this case, that's not what's going on. There's a lot of interesting like factoids in here, um, like how much of, I think it's like 60% of the IMF's balance sheet is Argentina or, mm. or, or yeah, or, Argentina, Argentina, Argentina. Um, and yeah, very cool. I was very excited to see this. Yeah, I think I've I've heard quite a, quite a, from quite a few people good things about me me primera Bitcoin. Uh, that's my first Bitcoin that he's going back to go work with. So that's cool to see. We have uh, some comments in there. Um, we got this is from Ventino. He says, "Hola, hola, great initiative, running Bitcoin, uh, and congrats for kicking it off. If you guys uh, blankety blank need any support, please let us know. We'll be happy to help." So it looks like a lot of people are chiming in to help them. Uh, we got one person mentioning uh, Darth Coins article somewhere in here. I thought I saw it, but I guess I didn't. Somebody mentioned it. Maybe it's the wrong one. 
Yeah, here it goes. From um, Druida, he says, have you planned to use Darth Coin's guide to escape to El Salvador? He goes, oh, this looks great. So I heard from somebody today, just like the conference, that people are moving to El Salvador. It's like people are actually there. And I think Max and Stacy are coming tomorrow. So I think, I think South America, man. It's a place uh, to be. It's uh, and we, we, we know uh, Francisco and all the stuff that he's doing. Next yeah. month, so Central America. He's in between them. That's so, the best place to be. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting decade. Uh, yeah. Oh, all the decades are interesting, especially this one. Uh, <laughs> the, the next top story is NFL Survivor Pool 2023. Buy-ins are open. This is 143,000 sats, 63 comments. NFL Survivor 2023. This is a meta August 24th post. What what, what happened here? Are we? Did you just get a funding from an NFL superstar? What's going on? Yeah, we had uh, Barry Johnson. I assume that's a like some kind of running back's name at one point. But uh, no, I don't. Um, yeah, Joe Montana is now a stacker news. He, is, he uh, like tagged all these people. What's what are you running like gambling casino here? I don't on? know. I mean, I don't. I don't. I actually haven't been following this too well. I mean, I was mostly alerted to it by. It's um, like Ezekiel is getting involved. <laughs> Zekas is in on it, dude. I don't know. Oh, man. Does, he's, I don't believe he even follows uh, American football. But. Should we uh, be alarmed here at Plub Lab? The, the raid? The raid? <laughs> the raid is coming. What raid? I don't know. The FBI is raiding. <laughs> I mean, you might get raided for your, the illegal activities you normally engage in. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. But uh, um, what is this? I mean, no, seriously, what's going on here? What is this? Is this uh, betting? What is this going on? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think it's like a, this is like a thing that people do. It's like a dad game. Like you, uh, you know, you like, you bet on, I think you, I think you end up betting who's going to win the, the like the games and football. And I think, it, I think you progressively lose your, okay. lose is it a your website. Lose your it place. Just, it's not a no, website. it's on Stacker News. We're coordinating <laughs> it through Stacker Ooh, News. Um, cool. Remember that time I mentioned, I was like, you know, vote something upwards to the top five. Cause we'll talk about things we probably, <laughs> we probably don't want to talk about. This is one of those times. Oh no, they didn't upvote it for that. They upvoted it to enter into the uh, survivor pool. Wow. To, cool. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. But how does it work, though? So what they? How does what work? They have a they have a guide. If you look in the comments, you're you might have scrolled too far down. No, I think you're. If you go down a little further, there's a link that someone shares. This one. Yep, that one. We are all Satoshi. Shared so what it. happens here? Oh, the following folks have expressed interest in participating. Buying is ten thousand cents by September fourth. Gosh, they have a whole thing here. Yep. Uh oh. It's the rules. God, you guys are so uh, weird about this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it looks like they're playing a game, like a like a like a little fun game with uh, with some sats. Yolo, I guess Keon's just like Yolo. Hey, great posts. I love it. I love seeing stackers innovate. This is innovating um, with the NFL. I guess the next stop story is how Bitcoin changed me. This is um, this is the final post. Yeah, this is the final post. This is the last. Posts of the week. How Bitcoin changed me. This is 26 comments, 15,000 sets from Natalia. August 23, Bitcoin posts. What is this? Yeah. Uh, Natalia just stopped by to write about her experience, you know, coming to Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Sounded like sh- she was working. Uh, she said she had a financial, a soul-crushing financial consulting job. 
And I believe she was in what she described at one point as a, yeah, a communist country. Um, and she has since moved on, but she's just kind of, you know, like what, what changed in her after she found Bitcoin? She was originally, you know, kind of shit coining, although she was, you know, running a node using Umbral. But it, she describes like a lot of, you know, a lot of more like unrelated changes to Bitcoin, I'd say. Things like moving to a small town, taking her health more seriously, uh, cha- you know, changing her spending habits is maybe a little more directly related to her Bitcoin stuff. But I remember uh, Natalia being on Stacker News a while ago, and it's it's good to see her back. She has a shout out to Darthcoin in there. Oh wow! Yeah, about Darth. What it, I realized that we are actually born free and don't need anything but truth. Massive thanks to Darthcoin introducing me introducing me to natural law. So uh, yeah, full circle here. Flat, practicing flag theory. I, she doesn't describe where she is currently located, but. Pretty awesome. Pretty cool. David in the comments saying, uh, impressive journey. Are you still working in finance or focusing on building? I think a lot of us are similar, simpler path. Moved to South America late last year, less so for flag theory and more for peace of mind and to live in a more real world. Feels much healthier being around people with a slower pace of life and more open minds. Curious if you sought out any communities or like-minded people in your area. Uh, then Natalia says, oh, I shared a link there, but I should have posted long form content instead. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like uh, everybody's moving to South America. When are you moving to South America, Keon? Um, whenever Austin, uh, you know, falls, basically. That's yeah. when I'll, I'll move to South America. Oh, so would you go to El Salvador or where would you go? Uh, where would I go? This is from Blockchain Boogie. It says, great post. Have some sense. Clap, clap, clap. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'd go. Wherever is good. I don't really. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't much matter to me. I just need a good internet connection and I need to feel like I'm part of a community. Yeah. Unrestricted, unrestricted part of a community. There needs to be people there who I feel like uh, share my share values with. That's basically it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, That's all the top five stories of the week. We're going to get into our top stories. I'm going to share mine really quickly because, you know, we got, we got a lot. Uh, I just want to share this startup day. So we had startup day on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday. And Parker Lewis come in. He, um, you know, presented there really like really explained ZapRite really well. I was really, really impressed. Um, so we had that, we had some guys come in from out of town to, uh, like sovereign stack. We had uh Farscapi in there. He was going over his project. We had, uh, who else did we have? Uh, we had Hunter coming in there talking about RGB stuff. Um, and then we also had the, the guys here at the lab doing the lightning box stuff. So yeah, I haven't checked it out. Check it out. It's really cool. There's tons of talks. This one was my favorite talk of the, of the, uh, of the day. It was uh, Ben Price. We got Justin from Voltage, the Hill from Bitcoin Talent Agency. We got, you know, Vivek from CoinKite and then Brandy was heading the panel, but just dropping some straight up knowledge on uh, building a Bitcoin company. It was so good. Um, so good. But um, just wanted to share that one. The other thing I wanted to share was uh, Pulsar. So the guys here in the lab, I think it was um, Austin and Super, right? They made uh, Pulsar. This is getting a lot of, a lot of people are checking it out now, but uh, it's really cool. Have you played with it at all, Keon? No, but it'll, I, you know, so what it allows you to do is send, uh, Group is said to have group chats that are uh, that don't 
kind of leak all the metadata that they don't that they ordinarily would on Noster. Yeah, as you can see right there, I don't know if it came up. Did it come up now? I was showing it off uh, Wednesday. We had our um, house party, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. You should check it out. Where is the GitHub? I think I think it's gotten a lot of stars and quite a few people. Yeah, sixteen stars, three forks. Yeah, people are doing it. It's really cool. Um, Both Austin and Super. This yeah. project from a collab. Yeah, collab. And then the final story I want to share real quickly, Stackers, is Jimmy Songs. He did an AMA uh, when he released his um, his book this week. Uh, he said, uh, "Hey everyone, my new book is out, and I've launched a special crowdfund." So yeah, it's really cool. Check it out. He has a whole um, trailer and everything. There's a whole trailer and everything around it. It's really cool. You can go in there. He's trying to get some crowdfund to, you know, purchase, you know, the stuff for the book and everything. Uh, it's really cool. He has different reward tiers. He's using a, he's using ZapRite. That's it. That's really oh, cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, he's using ZapRite for the uh, crowdfund. And uh, John has implemented that uh, really cool feature now. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So, Snackers, check it out. Support Jimmy. He's doing, he was at the uh, Bitblock Boom right now signing books and stuff like that. So. Wow, he already met his goal of uh, $5,000. Yes. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So, that's really cool. The next top story is uh, Keon's. These are Keon's top story. This is uh, Alex Gladstein at Pupkey from Siggy47. 17 comments, 14,000 cents, August 21st. Bitcoin post, baby. Yeah. You know, I love uh, Siggy's posts and he, he, re he goes back to PubKey this week Ooh. and uh, for an Alex Gladstein talk and describes his experience there. Uh, we don't have to go over it too much. I mean, most of us are kind of familiar with Just Alex. Is this a smash burger? No, it's a chopped cheese. It's a, it's, a very, it's a very New York City thing. It's a lot of bread. It's uh, found in bodegas throughout Upper Manhattan, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Queens. It's made on the grill with ground beef, <laughs> onions, adobo. And cheese, and then they're chopped together. So it's kind of like a variation on sandwich on a Philly cheesesteak. Mm, interesting, you know. Yeah. Kind of in all Texas, of them you get a little bit more meat in there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're big on bread in New York City. Yeah. bagels, all that kind of stuff. A pizza. Good to see, though. I want to see a picture of that smash burger. Yeah, pretty great. Smash. Uh, he talks about how this time it was a very different crowd at PubKey, and mm. uh, this time there was a lot of people using Bitcoin as payment. Nice. He himself used. Uh, Phoenix wallet is becoming like a, you know, a wallet many Bitcoiners want to use now that it, that it has this really simple splicing and channel management stuff. Um, oh, is it, is splicing on iOS yet or no? I thought it was just on Android. I'm not sure. I haven't oh. used it. Uh, but he said, he said a lot of the other crowd there were Galaxy Digital people. Hmm. Um, and so there were, there were more people use spending Bitcoin. He said he didn't, didn't overhear any shit coiners talking about anything. So very different crowd this time and speaks to like how diverse the crowd is there. Um, yeah, Gladstein usually brings in that type of crowd at the commons. He's done multiple appearances there at the Bitcoin commons and always a great time. You know, very informative. It's like he brings knowledge with him. I go, yeah, it's, it's a weird kind of aura, but uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I guess he went over his new wow. book. That's, that's a heavy title. I'd love to learn about this. Like, actually, I just feel, I feel like it'd be really, I, I'd love to be able to drop facts on the IMF. I like, you know, if I go out to dinner or something, just like drop yeah. it on people. But yeah, it's really, that's a hard font red. 
uh, it gets a point across. Yeah, great, great one from Siggy. Yeah, with the stackers say, thanks for another report from NYC with the flavor of chopped cheese. Good to hear. <laughs> Good to hear the D bags were gone. Siggy 47 said, I couldn't come right out and say it, but you read between the lines. Cool. The Keon's next top story is Lightning Labs Bolt 12 offers when the pigs will fly. This is a JK 14, August 21st, 46 comments, 5,000K boost. 3,362 cents. What is this, Keon? This looks like drama. Yeah, it is a bit a drama. I think JK14, basically JK14 is up is upset with uh LND's roadmap for Bolt 12 and is upset that it's likely not coming. I think what is the year he he gives them? Uh he's 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 uh predicting it'll come out in 2026. I think that's pretty bearish. The uh, the L and D team moves pretty fast, and even though they're small, but he's kind of what does he say? He says they have a single increase in in uh, minor version numbers every once per year, and given that they're this is slated for version eighteen, it'll be another two to three years before we see Bolt twelve in L and D. Uh-huh. I think that's pretty bearish. I'm not so sure. Um, you know, it seems like they're moving on it, but this is like kind of, I guess this is like the, you know, this is their planned roadmap and it can change yeah. and they're making, you could see them making, they're making, they're, they're telling you like the phases in which they're going to progress towards, um, bolt 12. As far invoices. as like a technical roadmap, how does that work? Is it, do you typically push it out longer and then you'll get, you have to you move it up eventually, or is it more of like a, yeah. How does like technical roadmaps differ from like, you know, somebody like me who has like product roadmaps or something. Are they any different or about the same? Um, I'm not really sure what a product roadmap means it, like in practice, but I would guess that uh, I would guess that it is quite different because it would maybe if, you know, depending on the type of product you're working on, you can maybe do things in parallel and one thing doesn't depend on another thing you do earlier. That makes and sense. yeah, with technical stuff, because it tends to be quite uh, difficult, it's like you can't jump to the peak of the mountain and then jump back down to the bottom and then jump to the middle. You kind of have to go from the bottom to the top. Mm. And all, and this this is kind of the roadmap is describing basically that process where it's like broken down yeah. phases. But yeah, well, there's it's interesting because we had a we had a Damien here doing Bolt Twelve stuff, but it was on um, four. Uh, lightning, um, and then we had our C, uh, no, core lightning. I was gonna say C lightning, core lightning, and then there was somebody I'm at the conference right now, um, who's doing something core lightning bolt 12 related. Uh, got him punched for next startup day in March. So I think there's already, I think the at least from what I could gather, and I'm just a person on the ground, but um, it seems like the core team are moving in uh, that direction already, huh? Or you pay attention. To the I think they've stuff. been. I think they've been a little more. Uh, I mean, they've been the biggest champions of Bolt Twelve, the Core Lightning mm-hmm. team, and so they're very excited about it. I think they were, you know, more or less the first movers on splicing, even though we're seeing it in products uh, that are mm-hmm. not are not using Core Lightning already. Um, and they are definitely. I think they they came up with the initial proposal for Bolt Twelve, and so are the most bullish. I think even. Uh, Rusty Russell created a bolt bolt12.org describing yeah. like are you know arguing for the yeah. for the for the bolt. So there's three teams that I know of right now working on 
uh, Bolt 12 core lightning stuff. And then I think Damien said in, in his presentation that um, somebody has him working on an LND thing for it. So go, ch- go check that out this presentation for Startup Day. If you want to learn more. Uh, this is from 0330830BF9. He said, Bolt 12 is regarded. Onion messages are tore all over again. Slow and unreliable, and it won't work without making the network more custodial. You think managing payment channels is hard now? Com channels will be 10 times worth. Bolt 12 is an attack on the network being pushed by NGOs and S coiners. There's no grassroots development, just salary devs backed with shady funding. Fortunately, LL is sane. Might be why it's only implementation that matters, and they don't have to Affinity Scam as core to do it. Hmm, that's kind of harsh. We got uh, 03DF1CD585. He said, most stupid comment of the month award. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, yeah, we have a we have an L&D bull uh, coming into the... Yeah, uh, you got Iguana. He said, uh, Blockstream and Async are now S-coiners. Wow. Uh, and then it gets into all the drama. If you want to go off and like read this stuff, um, go to this post. But we just wanted to cover it because we think it's... I don't know. Why do we want to cover it, Keon? Because you think it's important? I think it's a, I mean, I think it's a relevant point of drama. Like of all the points of drama that are currently going on, this is one I think that actually maybe matters because we do have, we have some invitations moving to, to do it. You know, unlike the drive chain stuff, which is just kind of, is mm. most, is mostly talk. Uh, Dude, I, this, had, I had to sit through a dinner conversation yesterday where they were just talking about drive chain stuff. Yeah. It was so, I was so done. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, it's just a little bit, I don't know. There's like with most infighting, it tends to be intellectually dishonest and, you know, like not really, uh, respecting the other side very much. So this seems, I don't know if it's getting the, the Bitcoiners and the developers passionate about something there's, um, you know, I I say where there's smoke, there's fire. So good or bad, who knows? Maybe they're cooking in an amazing dish there. Maybe the uh, the building's on fire. Maybe too keen on. Whoa! You th- uh, wow! You could sit down for dinner expecting me to just stop you. You just end up on fire. It's like the meme with the guy with the. He's like, "This is fine. You never know." I hope we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, your other story, your other top story was DOS fake lightning channels. This is uh, from Kube. Eight comments. Why didn't this get voted? What's going on here? Oh, I posted it really late, so that was kind of. I posted it at like midnight. I was, uh, that was the party night at Plub Lab and I put, I ended up posting that, but so basically what this is, is, uh, you know, quite a while ago, this was discovered and, and basically all implementations were vulnerable to this bug where you could open up, uh, many, 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 uh, lightning channels with a node that you never actually followed through, uh, to establish and you could effectively prevent, uh, you could basically exhaust the resources of that lightning node and take it down. And so it's kind of fun about this. Maybe if you're not super technical and maybe don't care about but this. Wouldn't, just real quick, wouldn't Voltage or like BitRefill or some of these other ones who do this as a service, wouldn't they already have this problem though? Or no? No, this isn't like a natural problem. This is someone is attacking you. Someone wants oh. your node, someone wants your node to go down. This might, I mean, this t- attack might've, you know, so someone discovered this attack way before this announcement was released. So like normal kind of responsible disclosure is you, so you contact the developers of the software out of band, let them know that this vulnerability exists. Who knows who contacted the implement, like the protocol devs about this. And then with the protocol devs 
secretly patch the software, mm. release the software, encourage people to update more than usual. They're very like, you need to update, please update, hit update, update, update up. And then, you know, six months, a year later, 18 months later, they say, oh, by the way, there was this, there was this pretty serious vulnerability in the software, um, which is why we were encouraged that we patched way back, you know, 18 months ago. That, that, which is why we were encouraging you to to upgrade, and so that's what that's what this is. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well. Yeah, this is from Matt Morehouse. Um, cool. Well, Keon, thank you for bringing it to people's attention. Looks like uh, we are Satoshi. He says this is a good example of why running a lightning node is non-trivial and carries risks. It's definitely not set it and forget it. You've got to stay on top of it. Monitor for new updates, especially for security issues like this one. We got Syme. He says, I often think about it. Every home, every home could have lightning node. Things like this worry me though. So. Yeah, this only applies if you're accepting uh, new channels from people. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Cool. And that's all the stories that we have this week, stackers. Uh, let's jump into super, super stats of the week. Is that what it's called? Super, super stat segment. Yeah, let's do it. So, what is this here? We got uh, top stackers. We got top stackers. Let's see. Bird eye stacking almost 200,000 sats. NFL survivor pool quite big. Uh, cars concerned about the feds. Uh, and Siggy 47, 100K. Uh, Dude, the feds are all around us. Sats stacked, aren't they though? Carlos Fandango. Fandango. Uh, 54.6 Eli. Look at me. I'm like way, I'm like the lowest on the list in a long time. It's fantastic to see. Uh, yeah. A B Bitcoin USA. Jimmy, Jimmy got 25 K cents. Look at the whole list. I mean, it's above, it's tens of thousands of sats. And I've been seeing more rod posts too. This is the, this is like the, this new, is the new stackers entering in here. It looks like lots of new stackers. And this list is probably the most stacked with sats. Like the most people with, you know, above, it looks like on it's, average. It's crazy because I got a lot of sats this week. I don't think I'll show up here. Um, but yeah, yeah, you have to go if you have like we have we have hundreds of hundreds of sats. Look at that! Look at all that. Earning thousands of sats. Web web got awesome. a lot of got some stuff too. Yeah. Awesome. Then we got the most boring segment in Bitcoin. I even got no. I didn't get pulled aside about this segment. But one day a stacker will come to me and be like, continually, will will come up to me, Keon. He'll say, Hey, can you guys get rid of this segment? What segment is this, Keon? Uh, it's a segment where we have the best users and the best human beings alive. <laughs> and we, we chronicle them on Sacker News and their worthiness of, With the a, cowboy hat. of a cowboy hat. And it looks like uh, Siggy47 <laughs> holds, holds the title right now. It's the longest. Wow, 182,000 sats spent? Not even that much. I mean, look at it. That's a, a lot. No, but it's like it, it's a it's 25% of what he stacked. Like, that's pretty awesome. Look at Zekius 590k st- sat spent. Again, 25% of what he has stacked, which Man, is pretty circular awesome. economy on stacker news. Orthworm is is net a spender, which is pretty he's more like me. Like I've I've almost spent 10%, you know, one tenth of a bitcoin. Oh, you spent more than you stacked? Wow. Uh, yeah. Almost twice as much. That's good. I love that. Maybe there should be like a percentage here. What do you think? No? Uh, I think we could do the math. I think we're all <laughs> capable. <laughs> Car can't do the math. All right. This is, this is good. 
Um, I think that's all we got for uh, today's Stacker News Live. Keon, what are you doing this weekend? What am I doing? I don't know. I might go have, thinking about having a beer with the Mutiny fam. Oh, look tonight. at you. What are you going to uh, do? Where are you going? I don't know yet. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's a secret location. You know, these mutiny Ooh, guys, they're very, wow. they're, they're very private. Secret. Yeah. I, I can't confirm or deny they were at uh, our events this week. I can't confirm. That's right. There's no confirming or denying that. Allegedly, they might have been. Allegedly. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I definitely, uh, it's funny that we were talking about this. So I was just talking about this now, but I was like, yeah, there's definitely, I definitely feel more concerned about my privacy these days than I ever have. And I don't know if it's because like it's a mutiny effect or what, or if it's just because Austin, all the illegal market. activities. No, it's just, shut up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I go to church every week, Keon. Uh, I, oh, I dude, that's a perfect cover, bro. Confess <laughs> all my sins. Just ask my pastor uh, or my priest. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I just feel like the, uh, I think the privacy thing is getting a little more serious now, especially with all the, turmoil in the world it definitely feels uh, oh yeah definitely feels like they're they're somebody out there is up to something nefarious to to try to pull the wool over you know the people of the world again it definitely feels like that's coming in september or october i don't know why what do you think you get those spidey senses no not really mm. i don't think i I'm, hope not i think it's more of a general slide into economic trouble that's mostly what i Let's hope they don't use a cover this time. Let's hope the they cover? just own it. What co- what cover did they use last time? The COVID stuff. I see. You think the COVID stuff was cover for? I think it was perfectly timed. Okay, so not a, not a coincidence. More so, they they wanted to print all that money, and yeah. they were just using COVID as an excuse. Is that what, what I kinda... think? That's what I think. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's true, but. I mean, you have the coincidence on your side. So who knows? Let's hope they don't do that again. Yeah, that'd um, suck. I don't want to get locked down. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> Just turned into a Doomer pod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what podcast is this? Alex uh, Jones. Nah, it's, it's been a long cool. week, man. I'm so tired. Yeah. So tired, Keon. You know, it's been a long week. Um, This weekend, going to be at Bitblock Boo. If you see me, come by the Pleb Lab, uh, the booth. We got all the plebs there. Michael Fromoshi, we're signing autographs out there. Dude, autographs? Yeah. What? Like, I've gotten like three people come up to me wanting an autograph. Wow. One of them was for an auction. The other one was just Tidwell acting goofy. And the third one, just a random pleb. Okay. The random pleb is the only real one. But <laughs> still. But still, one is amazing. I don't know, man. It's going crazy. That's crazy. No, I think because we have the, Michael found all the vintage uh, Bitblock boob shirts. So we're signing them. He's signing one side. I'm signing the other side. And then I had like random like four or five people that were there that like were talking to me like, oh, I remember that night, all this stuff. Like, so that's kind of cool. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's been, it's going to be cool. We're going to go get some pleb steak tonight and then. Um, Party hard. And then, uh, nah. Be out Party there, soft. Be out there talking to all the Bitcoiners and then uh, do it all again next week. Really? There's Bitcoin, there's Bitcoin too? No, it's just T-O. life in Austin. Every week is like a conference here in Austin. That's true. It's very true. All right, cool. With that, we'll see you next time, Stackers. Zap.